Welcome to Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiecka, bringing together today's leading experts to uncover ever-deepening spiritual truths and the latest scientific developments in support of the evolution of humankind. For more information on Mission Evolution Radio with Gwilda Wiecka, visit www.missionevolution.org. And now, here's the host of Mission Evolution, Miss Gwilda Wiecka. Hello, dear friends, and welcome to Mission Evolution Radio Show, where we share innovative thoughts and explore deepening truth in support of the path to unity and enlightenment. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. This hour, we'll be looking at inner landscape and the evolution of education. There's indication that as we move into a higher frequency environment, the children coming into the world are quite different than in times past. There's much talk of indigo, rainbow, and crystal children with greater sensitivity, very different design and needs. Regardless of whether or not children are incarnating differently, there's no denying things are changing rapidly. From media bombardment and high-speed computers to the blending of cultures, there's more stimulation and chaos demanding their attention than ever before. With massive shifts occurring in the outer world, having a solid connection to our inner landscape is paramount. What impact is this having on our children? How can we support them through the rapid changes of our time? Do we need to rethink our educational practices in order to provide children inner support? Our guest this hour, Andreas Gonzalez, is the co-founder and marketing director for the Holistic Life Foundation. Andreas has taught yoga to diverse populations throughout the world, including Baltimore City Public Schools students, drug treatment centers, mental crisis facilities, homeless shelters, wellness centers, colleges, private schools, and other venues throughout the nation and throughout the world. He has partnered with John Hopkins Bomberg School of Health and the Penn State Prevention Research Center on a stress and relaxation study and is published author of the Journal of Children's Services. His website, hlfinc.org. Andreas, thanks for joining us on Mission Evolution. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor and a pleasure. Do you mind sharing um, what your educational background is? Yeah, so uh, I got a... um... Actually, I got a, uh, a Bachelor's of Science in Marketing at the University of Maryland at College Park. That's where I met my two business partners and uh, the ones that we started the nonprofit with. And then I followed that up with a uh, Master's in Business Administration at a University of Maryland University College. I also have a, uh, 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 it's not like a degree, but I guess it's a certification in um, uh, being a health coach. So Integrative uh, Institute of, of Health uh, just did a a year and a half long program where I learned uh, basically how to um, help individuals become healthier physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Fantastic. Uh, how have the educational needs of our children changed in, let's say, the last 25 years? Um, I mean, I think they've changed drastically, especially with uh, a lot of the topics that you had mentioned in the introduction in terms of the bombardment of external stimuli that's constantly facing them with uh, electronics and technology in the social media world now. Uh, I know as a youth, I'm sure you remember as well that, you know, we didn't have all those things. And um, I think there is a little more of a, a interconnection with the environment and, and with um, other human beings and just just in general with everyone around the world. And now I think that uh, youth are, are kind of getting stuck connected to only their iPads and their phones. And I think it's very important for them to kind of um, get introduced and educated with uh, abilities and techniques that they have that they could use to deal with this outer world and to be able to put those devices down, to go within themselves and find that infinite within them that is easily accessible and that can really assist them throughout the rest of their lives. And we seem to be really extremely detached from that because we just don't spend any time alone. Uh, and, and yet we're so separate. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like the, they're constantly in contact through media and yet totally isolated. There's no interaction on a personal level. It's amazing, isn't it? It's almost like they're alone all the time, but they're really not alone because they're still with everybody else. So there's no real time of just being, of being present, being in that now moment. And I think that's an important, an important skill that we need to start introducing the youth at an early age so they can recognize that they have that ability to go within themselves, to be present so that they're not as impulsive, not as reactionary, and are enabled to respond to scenarios when they're, when they're faced with them throughout their lives. 
Don't you think our ability to connect with each other is limited by our ability to connect with ourselves? For sure. Oh, for sure. I I, I find it um, in the work we've been doing, it's been 18 years now, this work, um, one of the one of the number one things that we've noticed is when an individual learns to uh, connect with themselves, to learn to love themselves and find that real worth of who they really are, that immediately you see the impact on their relationship with others. You know, when you learn to love yourself, I I believe that that compassion and that empathy builds within you and and you're more compassionate and empathetic towards others. And you start seeing yourself in others. You realize that we are all connected, that we are all, all one and in this together. And I think that that all begins with the journey within yourself first. So once you realize who you are, it makes it a lot easier for you to recognize your connection with others. Hmm. Are our educational systems still designed around the needs of the system itself rather than the needs of the children? For sure. I think for sure. I think that uh, number one still, and it's unfortunate because you could even see the teachers saying it, number one is still um, getting those grade scores, you know, state exams, state numbers, and, and making sure that you're you're doing your job, whereas at this point in time, I don't think that that's the number one thing that our children need. I, I don't think that um, math and and reading, though I think they're extremely important and essential in the process of a human being, I think that uh, we're 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 working on levels of those those subjects that may not be as important as self-regulation, as as anger management, stress management, and realization of self. I think that we're 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 moving too far ahead. You know, I I I got my master's degree, and no one taught me how to breathe the right way. So I went through all that education. And no one taught me how to use my breath as a tool to regulate myself, to bring myself together when I needed to. So I think that though the, 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 you know, these subjects of math and science are so essential and important, but we need to really get to the core roots of who we are as human beings and, 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 and teach our, ourselves about ourselves. You know, it's amazing. You go to a physical education or PE class and you don't learn anything about physical education. All you learn is sports. So all you're learning is soccer and football and baseball and, and competitiveness. So there's winners and there's losers. And instead, you know, we don't teach about our body, about our systems, about our circulatory system, about our respiratory systems. What's happening when we're breathing? What's going on neurologically with our brains? And why is it that some kids aren't able to make critical decisions or be able to do decision making in the correct manner? And it all has to do with their prefrontal cortex, the trauma that they faced, not being able to deal and work with this trauma. So if we're able to give individuals these skills at an early age, it's just going to improve them in all those other areas that they're really kind of pushing at us in in the education system. Let's give the, the, the kids the tools they need to succeed, and then we'll see the benefits academically. Do you see an impact from removing arts, music, and for that matter, prayer from the schools? For sure. I mean, there's definitely an impact, I think. Um, I mean, I think when you are pulling away from arts, music, and even if you add prayer into that as well, I mean, these are all contemplative practices. If you look at a contemplative practice tree, you can see these these branches on the tree. These are forms of you getting to know yourself better. They're, they're ways of you able to regulate yourself. And, and it's there's studies out there that show that things like dance, singing, any form of these arts – are helping with that neurogenesis. It's reprogramming your brain. It's changing and rewiring our brain so it's working in a more functional manner. But we just don't see those as areas of 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 need for our youth. And they're so, so essential. And 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 now that they're stripping them away from the education system, it's almost like we're just making robots now. And we need to really focus on what is most important for our youth, for the future, because since they are the future, and start I mean, I don't know. I just I, I, find, I find it very, very wild and crazy how when I go into schools, how much art and music and dance has kind of been pushed to the side compared to things like athletics, sports, where though I love, you know, I'm an athlete. I love playing sports myself. You know, in the long term, you see more hampering effects of the sports than you do with the art. So I, I think that we need to start going back to those subjects to start inspiring kids to be able to go above and beyond and 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 further than what we see with our physical eyes. And I think that's a, a big issue here, especially uh, in, in America, is if you, if, if you can't touch it, if you can't see the results right away, then it's almost like, oh, that's not real, where 
I think that I'm sure a lot of your listeners know too that um, there there are things within us that uh, that we need to access and we need to start using, and and those type of practices can start accessing them and opening us up to to areas and places within ourselves that are just beautiful, and and I think that are really assist the entire nation, entire society when it comes to us focusing on these things. Well, those, you know, otherwise we're just taking information, memorizing it and regurgitating it. There's no creativity. There's nothing new. And if there was ever a time in life when we need some new solutions to old problems, it's now. So we have to find some way of accessing our creativity, don't we? For sure. Yeah. And it's, it, the thing is, it's within us. You know, we need to start looking externally, is, is looking outside of ourselves to, to gain these these skills to gain these benefits, you know, where, where everything is within us. And if we can teach uh, individuals some basic breathing techniques, some basic meditation techniques to allow them to go within and realize their full capacity, I mean, the world is just going to be a better place. <laughs> well, we, we need some new ideas. That's a fact. And I think the young ones can come up with them. For so sure. um, we're, we're going to have to take a little pause here. On the other side, I'd really like to get into, okay, so how are we going to turn this around from creating robots to creating leaders of, of tomorrow? And it's time for a short pause. Andreas and I will be back after this commercial break. You're listening to the Mission Evolution Radio Show, coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xedbn.net. You stay right there. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember Exxon Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. You have heard of the Exxon? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand worldwide and more does this sound like tomorrow's television well it is but you can have it today right now it is simul tv simul tv offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like x-zone sci-fi and horror we are worldwide no other provider offers that 500 built-in video games no need to have an extra expensive system we have them included free video on demand live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. 
You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Welcome back. This is Mission Evolution Radio, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. Remember, past episodes are available on our website, missionevolution.org. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka, and our special guest this hour is Andreas Gonzalez. His website, hlfinc.org. Andreas, what, how can we support our children through the, these rapidly changing times? I mean, it's, it's, it's getting pretty wild and crazy out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I think uh, I think the main thing is just to give them some basic, practical, uh, relatable to what's going on in their lives techniques that allow them to to be able to center themselves and be more present, be more mindful. So uh, a, a basic technique that we always introduce to, to not only youth, but people of all ages is just a, a basic diaphragmic breathing, uh, breathing the correct way, being aware of your breath and noticing that when you are faced with adverse scenarios, your heart rate increases and that you can regulate it. You can slow it down so that you can be present again and, and you're not functioning off that stress response. And that's the issue with a lot of kids these days is they're working with their sympathetic nervous system where they're, they're in fight or flight mode all the time and they don't know how to turn that off. So they're overwhelmed. So what we do is we can just introduce them to some basic breath techniques, maybe a, a meditation where they're focusing on their breath so that they're, they're, they're transferring their brain from sympathetic to parasympathetic. So they can be, instead of being in that stress response mode, they're in more that relaxed resting state mode. And it's as simple just in through the nose, out through the nose, really focusing on manipulating your diaphragm. And it may feel awkward at first, but usually within one Set of doing these exercises, taking 10 deep breaths, you see youth open their eyes and this, this, this look, this realization of inner peace and presence where they, I mean, the response is, it's amazing. They always look at me like, wow, I haven't felt like this in a long time. And then you're looking at them like, yeah, and you know, you can do that whenever you want to, wherever you want to. I, I love Sharon Salzberg is a wonderful friend of mine and, and a quote of hers that always resonates with me. She says, your breath is portable. You know, you carry it with you all the time and, and you're in control of it and you're able to access it whenever you need to. So something as simple as just letting them be mindful of their breath, in turn, mindful of their bodies, of their thoughts, and it'll, it'll allow them to be more present. And just with something as simple as that, I think it's a great foundation and starting point to start helping our youth. Why do you think it is that our, our youth now are in fight or flight and always locked down and unable to breathe naturally? Why do we have to educate them now when we didn't necessarily before? I mean, again, I think it stems to the external stimuli, you know, uh, um, some of their home lives that they're dealing with. I mean, right now, when you turn on the TV, I mean, I don't watch much TV anymore, but uh, whenever I do see it, there's always some negativity. There's always something crazy going on out there. When they're flipping on their phones, it's always something on social media, a new song, a new dance, a new trend to do this and that. And you have your peers that are overwhelming. You have your parents that could be overwhelming. School life that's overwhelming. I mean, you're constantly in this array of external stimuli. And if you don't know how to manage that, then it's just natural that you're in this fight or flight mode. You know... A, a large issue is not only that they're triggered in the fight or flight mode. So it's like a bear is in the woods and they need to run or they need to or need to fight this bear, but they bring the bear home with them because they don't know how to turn it off. You know, the stress response can be very helpful for individuals uh, in terms of saving their lives. When you know, if you're in a, in an emergency and you're in a situation, we need that. Our body automatically does it. Our bodies are amazing things, but it's the inability to turn it off the inability to regulate it. And that's what we need to do. We need to get these youth to understand, all right, I'm mindful of what's going on. I'm aware that I'm in this mode now. I notice it. My heart rate's changed. I can see that I'm breathing in and out of my mouth. You know, my body's tense right now. That's when cortisol levels are increased. Adrenaline's increasing. You know, as you become more aware of that, you can feel it and be like, whoa, I need to slow myself down. And I think a, a lot of youth just aren't educated to the, to the point of, Hey, you're in that mode. They don't even know they're in the mode. They're, they're unaware of it. So you have this external stimuli that's bombarding them. And then you have some of the home lives, especially in some of these neighborhoods that we're working with, where there's trauma they faced. I mean, ACEs scores right now are, are ridiculous in, in urban communities. So you have things that these kids have seen 
or witnessed or experienced that some people who have lived, you know, their whole lives have never, ever gone through anything like that. So you combine that with the external stimuli, with the fact they haven't been educated with any tools or techniques on how to manage this. So you have a child who's sitting at home who's constantly in the stress response level, where if we give them a simple, basic technique that can be taught in just a few minutes to them and they can feel the benefits from, then, then what they can do is they can start taking it upon themselves. They're in control of themselves and they can go from stress response to resting state in a nice, easy manner. It's no problem at all. And then they're actually going into their communities and teaching others. So they're going, we use a reciprocal teaching model. So the youth go home and when mom comes home and she's stressed out, they say, mom, you look stressed out. I think I need to sit you down here and teach you some breathing. So then now the parents are learning too. So if we can just get everyone to start working with each other, you know, and, and again, it goes back to the interconnection of each other. You know, when, when, when a boss yells at a mother, and then a mother comes home and yells at her child, it's a trickle-down effect. So we need to make sure that it starts from the top, but it's also coming from the bottom, where everyone has access and knowledge of these, these simple, basic techniques that I wasn't taught when I was little. And that's a large reason why the Holistic Life Foundation is doing what we're doing, is we're trying to introduce those techniques to youth so that in the future they won't be, when, or it's not that they won't be faced with adverse scenarios, but when they are faced with adverse scenarios, they'll have the tools to manage them. You refer to inner landscape. Um, let's go into that a little bit. What do you mean by that? Um, what do you mean exactly? By, uh, you, you just like the in, your internal, internal world? Is that what you mean? Inner right landscape. Here? Yeah, you're talking yeah. about going inward. Would you, you know, for our listeners, would you describe yeah. exactly what you mean by that? Yeah, well, so, I mean, I think the, um, a large part of that is, is uh, when, when going within yourself, one is, is with your senses. So, not, not ignoring your senses, but being able to uh, remove your senses for a, a moment so that you're not making that connection. You know, uh, a large time with our senses, these are a lot of seeds that have been planted throughout our lives that are um, learned things. So, um, and, and, and one thing that they do is they, they create divisions. So uh, a famous quote, I believe it's by Yogananda, said, divisions are imaginary lines drawn by small minds. And uh, a yogic concept, is, you know, the main reason, I guess, of yoga would be union and connection. So you, you're trying not to divide stuff. Um, when I explain this to kids, sometimes they say things like, um, so imagine, what's your favorite ice cream? And the kid may say that their favorite ice cream is vanilla. And I'll say, great, mine's chocolate. So you see what just happened there? So now you have separated yourself from me because you like vanilla ice cream and I like chocolate ice cream. So now... You and I are separate, but we're trying to make ourselves whole and one. So when you're going inward, I think a basic technique is, is to focus on your breath and remove yourself from your senses. So you're no longer feeling anything except for your breath going in and out of your body. You're no longer feeling the weight of your clothes on your skin or the way that your body touches the seat. All that you're feeling is that breath going within and without. You're hearing, you're trying to remove any distractions and sounds, and if you recognize the sound, that's fine, let it pass, return back to your breath. And you can even maybe use that breath as your anchor and only focus on the sound of your breath. Usually when you're sitting during a practice, you're not eating anything, so you're not tasting anything. Um, you're usually in a room where there's not very many smells unless you've burned an incense. But the key is to remove yourself from those senses so you're now with your real self. You know, a lot of times uh, in these concepts, your ego that I and your senses are a separation of who you really are. So when you go into that internal world, you're removing a lot of these external stimuli that comes from your senses and from that belief that um, I am separate from you instead of it being. So it's kind of like finding a still point exactly. so that you can reset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's being in the now. You're not worrying about the past, uh, not worrying about the future, but being in the present moment. The past usually causes anger. Someone did something to you, said something to you, and you're still rumbling around in your brain. You're letting them rent space in your mind. The future causes anxiety. What's to come? What am I going to do? What's going to happen? Whereas the present is always. You know, the now is always now. And whenever I love saying this to younger kids because they always look at me like I'm crazy when I say, even that last now that I just said already is the past because we're always in now. Now is always now. And that's what you're trying to do. That's that present. And, and it's got to be something where you're trying to do it. You're trying to be part of 
the present and you're, you're being able to remove yourself from what has happened or what's to come. And it's a skill that people of your and my age were never taught. So we don't have it to pass down to our children. No, no. It, that's, that's one of the reasons why we do the work we do, because I couldn't believe these techniques I learned. It was fresh out of, it was after getting my, my bachelor's degree. And before I got my master's degree, I was learning a lot of these techniques. And it was remarkable to me that no one had taught me this, that I'd gone through all this higher education to get my degree. And, uh, you know, I went to liberal arts school, so we learned all sorts of things, everything. And how was this not taught to me? You know, basic, basic techniques that in my mind should be the first thing that we're taught in elementary school, because how am I supposed to be able to soak in what's going on in the classroom if I can't be present, if I can't concentrate, if I can't focus, if my mind's racing all the time and I'm thinking about any other thing except for that math that you're trying to teach me, well, then it's going to be very difficult for me to learn math. But if you give me the tools and you give me the techniques that allow me to be present and to be able to deal with a lot of the stuff that's going on physically, mentally, emotionally with myself, then I can excel at whatever it is I have in front of me at whatever it is that I'm trying to do now. And it's something that's always been like mind blowing to me that we haven't figure this out yet and that we're not starting to incorporate this more in schools and every school that we go into the, the the impact is dynamic it's a cultural change you know you can walk into one school and you can feel the difference well we're, we're gonna have to school. we're gonna have to take a quick break but i really want to get into the results that you have seen using this practice in schools on the other side of a short pause andreas and i will return to our discussion on the other side of this break so you stay right there this is the Mission Evolution Radio Show on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net. From our broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond, you're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.exxon.net. XZBN.net. AVS Media. You have heard of the X Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV. Plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simo TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X Minus One, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. 
Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show, www.missionevolution.org, bringing the latest tools and information to support the path to enlightenment. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Our guest this hour is Andres Gonzalez, his website, hlfinc.org. Andres, tell us a little bit about the Holistic Life Foundation. Um, so the Holistic Knife Foundation is a nonprofit organization that's been doing work for the past 17, almost 18 years now. Uh, we're mainly focused in Baltimore City and the surrounding area, but we do work all across the nation and all over the world. Um, our main focus is providing self-regulation techniques, so mindfulness practices, yogic uh, practices as well that have to do with breathing, um, some t- form of movement, uh, meditation practices, or what we like to call silent reflections, and um and, and, and basically just providing individuals with tools to deal with the external world, their internal world, and some of the things that are going on just around them in general. Um, we uh, service around 10,000 youth a week once the school year begins here in Baltimore City um, and in the surrounding area. We're in over 40-some schools in the Baltimore metropolitan area. Um, and then I would say we're also doing work in around – uh, 20 other cities around the nation. Um, one of our highlighted programs that's really been making uh, a large impact is the Mindful Moment program. And what that is, is it's a full school-wide initiative uh, of recordings played at the beginning and ending of the day to lead uh, students throughout some form of practice, usually just a breathing technique and that silent reflection I was talking about earlier. Um, and then throughout the day, there's a room in the school. And this room is, uh, uh, is accessed by the youth throughout the day uh, when they are facing adverse scenarios. So whether Johnny's frustrated, angry, being a distraction, um, got into a fight, maybe use some vulgar language, whatever it is, instead of using the punitive practices of detention and suspension, what they do is they tell Johnny, hey, I can see you're going through a little something. Why don't you go to the mindful moment room? Our staff receives them. They do some form of active listening. They then lead them through a breathing technique, meditation, uh, give them some tea, and they send them back to their classroom. So this is a, a program that has been making great, great strides all across the nation. Uh, there was a viral video, over 32 million views, uh, that was titled, School Replaces Detention with Meditation. And we always like to stress that, you know, you can still get deten- detention or suspended in these schools. You know, um, breathing doesn't stop uh, suspension if a kid brings like a knife or a gun to a school. I wish it would, but that's not how it works. Um, and unfortunately, in our neighborhoods, that does happen every once in a while. But... Um, we have noticed in these schools such a remarkable difference where in the elementary school that we're working at, uh, Robert W. Coleman Elementary, it's in northwest Baltimore, and it's located in the epicenter of where the Freddie Gray uprising occurred. Uh, the last four years, there have been zero suspensions in that school, strictly wow. because, because now the kids, um, you know, the first few incidents, uh, you know, they are fired up, their brain's firing out, and they're screaming and saying this and that, and they might be angry, um, and we teach them the techniques, and it may not, you know, go over right away, but after a while, you know, the youth learn that they are in control of themselves, to not make excuses any, any longer, to not point fingers at other individuals for their actions, but they learn it to, to really be accountable for what they say or do, and, and they learn to regulate, and they learn to deal with any scenario that's facing them with one of these techniques instead of having to be punished or suspended. That must be pretty empowering. It's amazing. You know, it's amazing to see a child's eyes open up and say to you, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Andy. Cause I, cause they look at you like I calmed them down and I, and I look at them, I say, I didn't do anything. You know, you're the one that did the breath right there. You're in control. You changed it. And you see that little light bulb pop above their head like wow that was me because all i said was hey don't forget to use your breath that's all i say 
and they're the ones that take charge. And when they start understanding that, their 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 self worth increases. You know, they're empowered. They 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 become leaders amongst their peers, and and it, it's it's unbelievable to see. I mean, we've been working with a group of gentlemen from when we incorporated in two thousand one. Uh, majority of them now are our staff, so they've stuck with us the entire time. Um, whether they stepped away to go to college and came back, or they worked with us right out of high school, you know, they've been with us for over 16 years now. And and when you see them amongst their peers, the ones that aren't in our programs, it is unbelievable the difference physically, emotionally, spiritually. These 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 individuals are just ahead of the game, you know, and, and the only thing I could see that they did differently was they had a practice, you know, and, and they, and not only that they had it when they were coming to our program, but they took ownership of their own, own practice, you know, and, and they learned that, Hey, this is something that changes me throughout my day that if I don't get my meditation in early in the morning, I'm not going to be the same person. I need to kind of build that force field, that force shield up around me before I go into this world, or I'm going to end up turning into the Incredible Hulk and going crazy, you know, and turning into this monster that it's not me. And, right. And I, it's All so, that influence so, from the outside is... Un- unbelievable. Is, it's unbelievable, and it's, it's so hard, easy to lose ourselves within it and hard to maintain who we are when we're mm-hmm. bombarded with it. Have you, have you run into any religious pr- protests of, of this method um, or any resistance in that direction? Yeah, you know, we've been lucky enough that we haven't gotten that that push that much pushback in that regard. You know, we're a completely secular organization, so uh, I think that helps. Uh, we even make sure um, early on when we did our study with Hopkins and Penn State, uh, we we handed over our curriculum. It was a two hundred page curriculum for the study that we were about to conduct, and uh, one of the doctors said to us, "This is great. We love everything in there. Now take all the yoga out of it." And we were looking at him like, what do you mean take the yoga out? And he said, you just can't have any of those Sanskrit words in there. And we really didn't understand that because Sanskrit's just a language. And, um, and I mean, it's like saying that I can't put Spanish into a curriculum because I guess I'd be teaching Roman Catholic religion. I don't really understand this concept that well. But either way, he told us to take it out. So we took it out because he was saying there may be a pushback that they might believe that you all are, are teaching Hinduism or Buddhism. And again, we, we, none of us, none of the founders here are Hindu, none of us are Buddhist, um, but that he was just kind of protecting us. So we made sure early on to take all that language out just in case people thought what we were teaching was religious-based. Now, there have been two huge instances that have occurred, one in Encinitas in California, uh, where it was a court case in regards to the word yoga, and they're saying that um, yoga was religion and it was being taught in the school, so you can't do that. And then that court case ended uh, with them saying that yoga is not religion. Um, Then there was another case that happened. This was on the East Coast. I believe it was in Cape Cod and um, with an organization called Calmer Choice, and they were even saying the word mindfulness was religious, that mindfulness was ninja Buddhism is what they tried to say in this court case. Um, that one also got thrown out. So, I mean, if it ever comes to where people are really, really uh, getting frustrated or upset with what it is that we're doing, I, I always say to them, hey, look, you know, we we're not teaching religion. All we're teaching is self-care, self-regulation techniques, basic breathing techniques, basic mind practices for you to be more present, compassionate, and empathetic. And if they keep getting upset, then I can always refer them to the court cases if that's something that would make them feel better. But, um, you know, knock on wood, we have gotten maybe one instance in 17 years where one of my instructors said, now breathe in deep and pull in all the healing energy that the earth has to offer and exhale it out. And when he said the word energy, a lady dropped to her knees and started crying and praying. And I think she thought we were invoking something. And then we just made it very, very clear with her, like, hey, you know, when we're talking about energy, this is the same energy that a teacher, when he says, hey, Clash, your energy's a little too high, or we have electrical energy that runs our nervous system. And, you know, if I rub my socks on the floor and then I touch somebody, you see electrical current, you see a shock. So there is energy that's in our bodies, um, and since then, we just don't say energy anymore. Now we just say oxygen, healing oxygen that comes into our bodies. So mm. I mean, it's, it's a real dance, isn't it? It is. It is. And, and, you know, and, and for us, you know, we just learned that 
whatever way we can get these techniques across. We know they work because we were scientists. We did them on ourselves. We then conducted a study with Johns Hopkins and Penn State that have positive results that show it helps with concentration, with focus, and removing rumination, those ruminating thoughts that aren't allowing you to be present. Yeah, so tell us a little more about those studies. I find that fascinating. Yeah, you know, and I think it's extremely important, too, because there's always going to be a, a, a group of people who um, can just take a deep breath, and, and they're like, wow, this works. And there's always another large group of people, I would say, out there that still think that these techniques are kind of like flower power and like hippy-dippy type stuff, right? Um, so I think it's important for them to understand all the neuroscience that's going on, uh, the concepts of neuroplasticity and neurogenesis and, and how we can rewire our brains and how our brains are constantly changing and growing. Um, I mean, our study, we did it with... Um, like I said, Hopkins and Penn State, and we focused initially on cognitive stuff. So focus, concentration, thoughts for allowing the kids to be more present and to help them academically. Our second round, which was funded by the NIH, we still did cognitive research, but we also did um, some, some more physical stuff too. So we did lung capacity, flexibility, a skin fold, just to see the difference in, in physically what was happening to the youth as well. I mean, and, and the results are always pretty positive. I mean, um, our, our first study... We had more, I said, I would say more results in the second study. I guess um, there's a little something with the data where um, one of the schools with, it's just, it's just difficult sometimes to run a study. We didn't get all of the information that we wanted, so we didn't have as many results from our second study. But you could type yoga or mindfulness research into a Google search, and you will find hundreds. I mean, hundreds in the last 20, maybe 30 years, there's been over 300, 400 studies that have been done on this and, and the benefits of, of what's going on with taking a breath. Well, we'll have to look at the benefits on the other side of a commercial break. No Andreas problem. and I will be back shortly, so don't you dare go away. You're listening to the Mission Evolution Radio Show on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, 
Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxonradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show, www.missionevolution.org, bringing the latest developments in an evolving world. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. I always love suggestions from my listeners. Email me at info at missionevolution.org to propose a topic or a guest that's on your mind. I'm sure we'll all enjoy them. Our special guest this hour is Andreas Gonzalez. His website, hlfinc.org. Andreas, the, I understand that you're, the HLF focuses on some undeserved communities as well. What exactly constitutes being an undeserving community? Or underserved, I'm sorry. Underserved, yeah. You know, I guess it's just um, a community that doesn't get the same type of resources that others do. And I think it's really uh, spawned from Ali and Atman's, uh, you know, kind of childhood and the way that they were raised. Uh, they were fortunate enough to be able to go to a private school, so they went to Friends School of Baltimore. And then they would come back home and they'd be living in northwest Baltimore, the neighborhood that we are, we're currently doing a, a lot of our work in. And they saw the disparity in the education system between what they were receiving and what their friends were receiving. And, and they noticed it right away. You know, they'd come home and they'd, they'd learn all this new stuff and they'd have textbooks and computers. And then they'd look at their friends and their textbooks were out of date their supplies as well. They wouldn't have computers or any type of that stuff. So they could see that like, wow, like how is this fair that we're living in the same exact neighborhood, but I'm getting so much more than they are. And, and, and I think that's the main thing is, is that in a lot of these communities, they're not receiving all the resources that are needed for them to be able to make an, an even playing field. And I think that that was a big part of why we wanted to start in these communities because we could see the difference, you know, and even myself, when I came in from graduating college, uh, moving into Northwest Baltimore, I lived in more of a, a rural area in, in Severn, Maryland, where um, I could see the difference right away. And it, it was unbelievable to think just 20 minutes down the road, I'm in a community where these kids aren't getting what they need. And not only education system wise, but at home. So when you have Johnny, who's not getting enough sleep, who doesn't have the right school gear, who doesn't get enough food, comes into school and he's acting up, well, chances are he's acting up is because, not just because he's a bad kid, it's because he didn't eat or he's tired or he feels embarrassed because he doesn't have what everybody else has. So I think those needs, you know, those the, the basic like Maslow's hierarchy of needs need to be fulfilled in these communities and they're not, and that's why they're underserved. So, you know, one thing that has been a glaring, um, scary problem is the, the violence and the murders in schools that has increased over the last years. How do you see this impacting that? You know, I, I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier on the call, um, where it's the compassion for others. So, so when, when one learns to love themselves, to really, really love and appreciate themselves, they, they start seeing themselves and others. They, they, they become more compassionate to others' plight. And they understand, hey, you know, sometimes I go through stuff. Well, maybe today the reason Johnny's acting like this is because he's going through something. And let me be a little more understanding. Instead of me just uh, being reactionary to what is going on, let me take a moment and assess the scenario and respond. And, and maybe, maybe I could help, you know. And, and I think that I, ideally, in an ideal world, as people learn to be more present, that they'll learn to love themselves, that they'll learn to love each other. And if we learn to love each other more, then maybe we can stop some of this violence that's occurring. Maybe we can understand that it's not, um, you know, crabs in a barrel all the time and we're pulling people down so that we can get on top of people, but instead that let's work together and let's build 
build a ladder out, up and out for all of us to exceed. I mean, for, for all of us to succeed and for all of us to achieve. And, and I think a large part will come with being more mindful, being present, understanding where people are coming from, that we all are going through something that's part of this human experience is every day is a new it's a new lesson to be learned. It's a new adventure, you know, obstacles to be faced. And, 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 and as we work together, we can help each other so that all of us can, can cross that finish line at the same time where there doesn't have to be winners and losers. It can just be all winners. But I really think it starts within where we learn to be able to deal with what is going on, to learn to love, to our, love ourselves and then learn each other. I think that can stop a lot of the violence and the issues that we're seeing all over the world, but really, really in a lot of these urban communities. Mm. So do you have a standardized curriculum where, whereby you teach this um, method to other people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So uh, that same curriculum that we did our, our study on, uh, we use that in, 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 our, in, our, in our Mindful Moment programs and uh, in our after-school program as well. Uh, we're also about to start... Um, implementing a new program. It's called BAM, Bridging Academics in the Mind. It's audio files. There's um, animated video files, a full curriculum that schools can purchase to start using to implement these techniques and strategies throughout their school so that it can, um, it can benefit whatever needs they have uh, in particular. So it's customizable to each individual school. So do you have a certification program available? Um, we, what we do is we have a training that we do every single year at the Omega Institute. We just finished ours up um, in July, and this next year it'll be in late June. I believe it's June 24th through the 30th in 2018. Are there some plans to expand the program into other schools and communities? For sure, yeah. So that's what we're doing right now. We're hoping to uh, bring that BAM program into uh, five to ten new schools this year here in Baltimore City. Um, and, and And, you know, all throughout the school year, we're constantly throughout the nation, people calling us saying, hey, we love what you're doing. Can you help us get this started? And we're more than willing to go into your community. Uh, we'll start with the staff first. We'll then engage the students. We'll give you the techniques. And then we'll take a step back, uh, let you all start in, uh, implementing the program yourselves, and then know that we are here as a support, as a resource to help you keep pushing these techniques and practices throughout your schools and throughout your community. So say I'm a, um, a school teacher or an institution and I want to get a hold of you and your programs. What's the best way to do it? Uh, two ways. You can either just give us a call at our office. It's 410-235-4300 or send us an email at info at hlfinc.org. Just any questions, anything you need, reach out to us. And usually it'll actually probably be me that will respond. So I'll respond personally. Um, we're big believers in working together and that all of us have to be able to do this as a team to be able to unite everyone and spread more love. Where do you get your funding? Um, so we have a wide variety of sources. Our, our main three funding streams are fee-for-service programs. That's when we do, um, you know, we provide uh, whatever practices or programs to schools. We also have uh, funding from local foundations, some national foundations, and then a few private donors as well. So have you done studies and been able to tell if there's a reduction in behavior problems where the program is being implemented? Yes. Yeah, so when we first implemented our program in our Mindful Moment program in Patterson High School, uh, after the first year, detentions decreased, suspensions decreased, decreased fights decreased. Um, and they, they used to have like at the end of the year was a time where the kids kind of were their sneaky way of settling all their problems or beefs was that they waited to the last day of school and that's when they would try to fight somebody because they knew, hey, you can't suspend me because school doesn't happen tomorrow. Um, that, that, that didn't happen. It was like one of the most amazing things the principal said. He's like, usually we have so many fights at the end of the year, but it just didn't happen. You know, I think the kids were able to resolve a lot of their conflicts uh, internally with themselves or communicate with another, the other individual. Hey, this isn't how we're settling stuff anymore. You know, that's just there's just no reason to take this to a physical manner. And, and it was amazing to see that they didn't have that huge set of fights at the end of their school year. So there's there's this one thing that we've mentioned um, briefly, <laughs> but I find it very fascinating. I think it might be an awfully important part of this to give kids self-esteem. Esteem. What is reciprocal teaching? So reciprocal teaching is, is what, it's just it's one of our main tenets. And what we do is we're always when we're teaching the youth. 
we're, we're telling them the benefits of each and every practice. So if at, at the end of learning all these techniques, we would be able to ask them questions like, hey, if Johnny has a stomach ache, what technique would you use? And the kid would say, oh, we'd use the taco breath. Or if Johnny is about to take a test, what breath would you recommend? And the kid would know, oh, they should do the stress breath. And they would understand these type of things. If your mother has a, a tension headache that's coming from the back of their head, what practices could you do? And the kids should know after they learn, oh, well, you can do the neck rolls. That's going to break up some of the calcium deposits in the neck. And you can also use a stress breath as well. So while we're teaching the kids it, we're getting the kids to teach it as well. So we bring the kids to the front. They're leading the exercises. We're always reinforcing those benefits and the reasons why you're doing this. Be a scientist. See what, how it makes you feel. But understand why and what's going on. Because that's how we get them to go into their communities and make a larger impact. Sometimes it's difficult to be able to reach the parents. So what we've learned is if we turn the, te the kids into teachers, they'll go home. They'll teach their peers. They'll teach their, their parents, their friends, their family. And it makes it so that these techniques spread a lot faster. It does a lot for their self-esteem, doesn't it? Oh, my goodness. So empowering to see a kid who wasn't even able to speak in front of a group lead 90 kids through a yoga class. It's, it's beautiful to see. Mm, beautiful thing. So where can people contribute to the Holistic Life Foundation? So, you, just, you know, I've been appreciating you've been saying our website so much. They can go right on online at hlfinc.org and you can donate there. Or you can just give us a call and, and we'll be able to give you another means if you don't feel comfortable uh, giving your information over the Internet. Andreas, it's hard to believe, but we're already out of time. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. It's always such a pleasure. I love what you're doing. I love your work. I love you so much. And, and uh, one last thing to send to all the listeners out there. Don't forget, love is the most powerful force in the universe. And uh, from HLF and the entire family here, we love all of you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Remember to join our email family to stay abreast of all the exciting new things we have coming up at missionevolution.org. This has been Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiecka on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net. Join us next time as the mission continues to bring information, resources, and support to an evolving world. a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV. 
plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.